1015 FM, 720 AM. KDON, the talk of Las Vegas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. One full hour of wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's bring on the tag team of Andrew Fish Fame. Joe DeFalco, and your host, Mark Hoke. Hey, hey! Happy Daylight Savings Time, Las Vegas! Yeah! Did that get your attention? I hope so. <laughs> I'm Mark Hoke. You probably all hate me now, but that's okay. Hey, state, don't tune your turn your dials. I'm just having fun with y'all. It's all good. Welcome to the Mark Hoke Show. You're on KDWN, 101.5 FM, 7.20 AM. And yes, I did just yell at you on two separate radio stations. Thank you very much. The best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. I am joined by Andrew Fishfane, who, by the way, your new WWE name is Weasel. Why? I don't look anything like Bobby Heenan. And Jared is in the uh, booth, too. I have given him a new WWE name. Lord Alfred Hayes? No, his new name is Slider. I was going to name Joe Joe DeFalco, our other host, Pastrami. But since he's not here, he is now Sleepy Van Winklehosen. Okay. You know why I'm doing this, right? (sighs) You know why I'm doing this, right? I repeat. I am I am Longshank now, by the way. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> because Pete Dunn got thrown into the WWE name machine after wrestling for WWE for God knows how long. As Pete Dunn. As Pete Dunn. He gets on the main roster, gets teamed with Ridge Holland and Sheamus, and he is now Butch. <sighs> Really? Yeah. And so, I love Pete Dunne. I, I think Pete Dunne has a chance to be really, really special. I, I mean, he's terrific, right? I mean, but then again, but, so is Malachi Black, and they, and you saw what they did with him. Why? I, I just don't understand. If the guy's been in your organization for how long in NXT, why change? You bring him up to the main roster from NXT. Why change his name? You put all that effort into this. This is Pete Dunn over here. There he is, Pete Dunn. Every time he comes out, he's Pete Dunn. And now you throw him into suspenders and a little white T-shirt, and he's you know who has the, you know who's the answer to that? Gunther. Yeah, among many others who've been thrown into the randomizer. And sorry, I'm stealing that from Tournament Champions a little bit. But, yeah, it's it's the WWE name randomizer, everybody. Oh, my God. Why? Because Vince said so. I will name you Butch. Oh. And the thing, that, the thing that sucks about it is the that white top that he's wearing with those guys. Because for, for those that don't know, he's, he, they're, 
you know, Seamus is is Irish, and they're you know Ridge Holland. They they're kind of dressed like the Irish brawlers, brawler tough guys. The problem for Pete is he's 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 more of a cruiserweight, so he looks small. He's compared actually more to, of a bruiserweight. Yes, he was a bruiser. Yes, the bruiserweight. But he looks so much smaller compared to those guys. And when you put him in a little white tank top thing, God, he just looks puny next to them. He looks dainty like a little girl. You know who I thought of when I, I this morning, I was it, something was bugging me about it. I was trying to put the, the parallel together, and I finally remembered it. You know, remember the bulldog in the cartoon that had the other little baby bulldog next to him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I can't argue. I will say I like the pairing of the three. I love it. I'm not but, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of Butch. No, just if you want to call him Pete Butch Dunn. Yeah, I'm Pete Butch or, or, Dunn. Or even, I got that. I'm with ya. Or even get rid of the Pete part. Just make him Butch Dunn. Okay. But you gotta keep. No, I, I agree. You gotta keep part of what made him him. On NXT, when you bring him up, there's there's no need to change that. I mean, maybe if he's coming from AEW or coming from Impact, you go, okay, I want to change his name so he's not the same guy. Get it. But otherwise, why? Holy hell. Come on, Vince. And I actually stuck up for him last week. Yeah, I know. <sighs> you know, but on the other side of it, the Butch's debut... Got was kind of marred, a yeah. Bit. Kind of marred. Yeah, marred would be a good word. As but it gave me and Big E something in common. What's that? Neither of us are going to wrestle at WrestleMania. No, you're not. But neither of you will be wrestling at WrestleMania. Um, if you didn't see it, I suggest you check out the video because you're going to get scared. As I can only make the joke because he is okay. Ridge Holland and Big E were well. They they were wrestling the. Well, you can't even say the New Day anymore. They were wrestling Big E and Kofi. And Kofi. And Ridge Holland was outside the ring with Big E and did a belly to belly <laughs> suplex the, throw. The new name of the team is Daybreak. Yeah. And Ridge Holland, when he took Big E over his head, I paralleled it on SportsX Radio on Friday night to taking a javelin and throwing it somewhat diagonally straight into the ground. Because that's what happened to Biggie's head. Yes, uh, Biggie was stretchered out. Uh, his neck is broken, which sounds a lot worse than it actually is. Because he sent a video that night and he was talking. So, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, it, it, and he was making jokes. the The update that Biggie gave himself was his C1 and C6 vertebrae are broken, but no other damage. Period. So he's just got a couple of broken bones in his. Now, his spinal column, and he's going to be okay. Uh, he's moving his extremities. He seems like he's in good spirits. Uh, but, yeah, he he mm. will he will not definitely no, about, not be back for WrestleMania. About three years ago, Shinsuke did a exploder suplex on John Cena, and Cena landed on his neck. Now, Cena was perfectly fine, but Shinsuke got completely leveled by Vince McMahon, and, and he he lost a, a title, I believe. He, he was going to win a title that they took away from him because of it. Does Ridge Holland, do you think, suffer any consequences for this move? Well, it's it's funny, and I, and I wish Joe was here. Unfortunately, daylight savings time apparently caught him. But I, I guess it's going to depend if they, when they watch the video, if they decide that this is Ridge Holland's fault that this happened. 
it's it's kind of hard to say because I mean he's got a part reg- regardless of not and obviously he wouldn't do it on purpose, but you got to believe that no matter what it's partially his fault if nothing else even if it's partially Biggie's fault or Biggie didn't do the fault it, it there I think there's blame to go around and I'm not trying to play the blame game here because I don't know if necessarily it was Shinsuke's fault that Cena landed on his neck on that exploder suplex that one that one I kind of blamed on Shinsuke but the Vince McMahon went ape crap behind a, a gorilla position, and just the second Shinsuke came through the curtain, he was all over Well, it. and of course, you know, because John Cena is the meal ticket. No, absolutely, and know, I get and, that. And th- not that Big E isn't up the food chain, but there's a difference between Big E and John Cena. No, absolutely, but it, but Big E is higher in the food chain than Rich Holland, so Rich oh, Holland... absolutely. In, so Rich Holland so, injuring Big E, does that... Do you think that'll take anything away from Rich Holland, any kind of push that they were going to give him? I, well, it's definitely going to hurt, and I, I would imagine that they probably had plans with the trio of Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch, Butch <laughs> taking on the New Day at WrestleMania. That is, I'm Well, sure I don't even know if Xavier Woods is going to be ready to wrestle. Or- he wrestled at a house show last night. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah, so he is he is back. So now it's going to be Xavier and COVID. Now it's going to be the revenge, the whole revenge angle is what's going to come out. Yeah, might as well use it, but... You know, but the question is maybe they could get maybe you know New Day because they'll need a third member now. Maybe they'll get D'Lo Brown. He's available. Yeah, and that's why I said that. And he also you know known for maybe hurting people. I don't know. Maybe Carmelo Hayes comes up from NXT. They'll name him uh, Senior Slick. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they give him uh, a Hispanic name. Well, Slick, you know, it's an homage to the former manager. Yeah, I, but, I get it. But the you know, like I said, I. I just wonder in terms of, you know, you have a producer for each match, if you don't know that, that before they go out there, everyone's got someone backstage that they sit down, they plan the match out. And I just wonder if the, you know, how much is that's going to be on the producer saying, do this spot? And how much of it is going to be on the performers saying, you know, could Holland do that? Because Biggie's a. Uh, Right, large so, dude. So if the producer says and, do the spot, wouldn't it be up to Ridge Holland or Biggie to say, either Biggie thing I don't feel comfortable, or Ridge Holland going I don't know if I can do that. Right, and well, it's and and you know you're in you're in a tough spot to say well no I can't do it you know because then you look like a wimp. No, absolutely. You know, and it so. It, but if and, it was Kofi, I don't. You know, if it was Kofi, then yeah, you look like a wimp. When you're saying it about a guy like Big E who is built, I don't think anyone looks like a wimp for not being able to throw Big E. Yeah. So. I'm sure that's being assessed, assessed. as we as the uh, weekend goes on. But uh, yeah, but we wish all the best to Big E. And- Absolutely, speedy recovery, great guy. I mean, from all accounts, he's a fantastic human being. Yeah, everybody loves the dude. So we wish him all the best. But boy, that was just one thing that happened this week. Yeah, I mean, Man, it, it, it was a busy, busy week in pro wrestling. It was it, it, major tri- title changes. It just. Everything going on. Had a fantastic pay-per-view on Sunday. Sunday. Wow. Was AEW Revolution a hoot and a hoot and a holler. And they needed that heading into WrestleMania season. Ooh, man. Running down through that just real quick because, I mean, we could spend the whole show talking about the card. And just real quick, the best part about it was what happened because of it with a Jericho turn again. He did it again. He did it again. We'll get to that in, in a couple minutes. But um, just real fast, Little Hirsch beats Chris Statlander. Okay match. Hook did his thing, crushing QT Marshall. Big shock there. Just, just call Hook. 
I think Hook and and Butch should have a match. Get them together. That would be fun. Hook and Butch. Hook and Butch. Uh, House of Black beats Pac Penta Oscuro and Eric Redbeard, who made Men his return. Is he that officially is he officially Rowling. signed or was it uh, just a one off? Uh, I don't know if he's officially signed, but he should be. That'd be great. But but that was and that, that was just the kickoff show. Uh, that match was terrific, by the way. Uh, Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho kick off the main show with a barn burner. Terrific match for those two. And Eddie Kingston does get the victory. So Kingston wins the big one. And then the follow-up happens on Wednesday. We'll talk about that. Jurassic Express, they survived. We all said they were going down. They did not as apparently they, they Apparently Tony Khan really likes Jurassic Express holding those belts. As well he should. Sure. I think it also sets they, up. They, they look great. It also sets up uh, Red Dragon with against uh, the Young Bucks. It's coming. It's oh, obviously coming. There's no question. But they defeat the Young Bucks and uh, Red Dragon. Of course, uh, they and it was a fun match, too. They're actually kind of teaming up on them, and then, yeah, then they got in a fight. Of course. But fun one there. Wardlow. 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 Knocks off. Kristen Cage, Keith Lee, Orange Cassidy, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Ricky Starks to win the Face of the Revolution ladder match. Orange Cassidy injured in that match? Orange Cassidy. I'm trying not to laugh about an injury. <laughs> Keith Lee threw him out of the ring. And uh, and I forgot who was outside. I think it was, it was Cage and I, th- I want to say it was Ricky Starks. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking. Threw him over the two of them that were outside the ring. He went over them. Because the spot is, you throw him out, they catch him. Nope. Over the top, Cassidy hits his shoulder on the landing, and Orange Cassidy is out for a while. So, yeah. But Wardlow is the winner of the match, and he will be wrestling for the TNT title. title. But not against who you'd expect. But we'll but, talk about that. What's weird is... That usually you don't have a like a, a battle royal or a match to set up a match against a mid card champion. Yeah, but it's their secondary. See, but they treat the belt right. They treat it right. It's the way it used to be. Yeah, yeah. You know when people cared about like you know the IC title and all that. So basically, in everyone's eyes, AEW could do no wrong because that's pretty much what I keep hearing. Well, I wouldn't say that, but. That's the way everyone's making it sound. But they're 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 doing a good job. Uh, Jade Cargill takes out Ty Conti, a smooch, and then the kiss of death later on, and Ty Conti's out of there. Jade Cargill continues her undefeated streak. CM Punk and MJF hooking it up in that dog collar match. That was a dog collar match. Yes, it was. Woo, baby. It was. It harkened to the old days of mm. dog collar matches, and it also saw a face turn. Yeah, eventually, yes. CM Punk wins the match as uh, Wardlow comes out and uh, can't was find gonna, the ring. Was going to give MJF that diamond ring that he's been punching everybody with, and just you know, digging around in the pockets in his sport coat, and you know, kind of every nook and cranny, and just couldn't find that ring. And Punk clobbers him, and then just whoa, look. 
oh, here it is. And oh, here you go, Punk. Here you go, Punk. And Punk takes him out. With the ring. With the ring. And CM Punk wins the match. And poor Dr. Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa had to follow that match. And that was a tough spot for them. Uh, I mean, the crowd was just going crazy for the Punk match. And it, and unfortunately, they didn't quite put on the performance that they did last year when they had the Lights Out match. Yeah, unfortunately, it becomes, um, it becomes a bathroom match. It was, yeah, I mean, it just, and, and it just wasn't as crisp as their previous encounters. But they're going to get another chance in a couple of weeks. Well, that's coming up, too. But Britt Baker holds on to the title. So we all blew that one. But yes, then, of we course, did. they didn't know that Thunder Rosa was going to be wrestling in two weeks in her hometown. <clears throat> Should have been paying attention on that. Mox beats Brian Danielson by pinfall. But that wasn't the story of the match. Mox bloodied up, baby. Oh, man. That's not the story of the match. What is your story of the match? William Regal coming out after the match. Yes. <laughs> William Regal slapped them both down. And the slap he, so gave, da- he gave Brian Danielson. Oh, Ooh. my God. So William Regal, of course, had been fired from WWE for no good reason except he was a Triple H guy. and That's know. a good enough reason, apparently, for Vince. I'm surprised Triple H hasn't shown up on AEW. Oh, God, I would love that. But I don't think it can happen because of who he's married to. Yeah. Um, William Regal comes out and is like, why are you guys fighting? He slaps Moxley, and Brian Danielson is just sitting there kind of giggling. Smirking, it's, yeah. it's like when your brother gets in trouble, and you're just standing there like... <laughs> and he turns around and just hauls off and nails Danielson, too. It was great. I mean, and obviously and, it set up what everyone saw coming anyway, which is the two of them are going to be teaming up. Yeah, boy. And I'll tell you, we'll talk about the promo that happened on Wednesday. But, yeah. Oops, sorry about that. You know, you and Bernard Barnes play with those microphones during the show way too much. But that was pretty. That was that was loud. Yes, it was. Um, <laughs> sorry. I was just trying to adjust it so you could hear my the dulcet tones of my yeah, voice. Yeah, we heard, we heard more than that. Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, and Sting defeat the Andrade Hardy family office. That was Andrade Alilo, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Cassidy. Sting does a balcony drop off into a stack of tables. Sting. 62-year-old Sting. This is the Sting that could no longer wrestle after taking a buckle bomb from Seth Rollins. Yeah, well, guess what? He can still go. I Everybody went crazy. Yeah. Oh, rightfully so. Wow. But, yeah. So, the stinger <laughs> does it again steals the show. And then Hangman Adam Page, Adam Cole, great match for the AEW world title. Page walks out with the belt. Big shock. So, Adam Page is still your AEW world champion. Are they keeping it on him until... Uh... Uh, I was going to call him Kenny Chesney until Kenny, Kenny, o- Kenny Omega comes back. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll see. There, it, it, there's so many good guys there. It's kind of hard to say who's going to take it off him. I say at this point, just enjoy the show. You know, kind of like the end of Moneyball with the little girl singing the song. Just enjoy the show. I, please don't do that. But a terrific pay-per-view. Out of the boys from AEW. Of course. Because, again, AEW can do no wrong. You know, the one the one tough thing, and, and I can't believe that I'm going to level this criticism. And, and it's, it's not really a criticism, per se. 
But one thing that when you set a card up in professional wrestling, you do try to give the fans a little bit of a break. You know, you'll you'll have a match that's kind of a mid-level match that you stick in there between your big matches because as you go through the night and you're watching and watching, it does mentally exhaust you a little bit, right? You can't just keep up and up and up and up and up. You kind of need to go up and then down a little bit so you can catch your breath and everybody's not, like, just completely overwhelmed for four hours. Well, that's part of the business of wrestling that Tony Khan needs to learn. And (laughs) what a great problem to have that just about every match on this card kept you up. What just kept you up? Well, the problem, and, and the problem with that becomes that the the main event doesn't get the justice desert done that it deserves because you can, it, when you're already at a nine plus, it's hard to get any higher. And for that main event, you're supposed to get to, to a higher level. It was I I will say that by the time I was done watching all of this, man, I was I mean I was exhausted, I, and and after CM Punk the, the CM Punk MJF match. You got to Britt Baker and and um, Thunder Rosa, and you're just like, oh my god, can I can I have an intermission? I wanted it. I honestly wanted a ten minute intermission, just to step away, go to the bathroom, not be stimulated by wrestling for a while, and then come back. Just because of everything, you know, I mean, the Jade Cargill match was one that if you'd moved that around a little bit, I think you'd have been okay. Yeah, because it was just match after great match after great match after great match. I mean, these are terrific performers on this roster. Absolutely. So, you know, it's and it was, WWE is nothing but crap. I get it. Uh, I didn't say that. That's exactly what you're saying. No, I didn't say that. But that it, is without, but, without but, saying but gonna, it. That is I'm, what you're saying. But I'm, well, I'm I'm when we get to once we get through to um, dynamite, I'm going to make my point about why what the difference is right now. WWE is crap and AEW is is mm, no, all that. No. I'm, there there's a reason that you feel that way when you watch a lot of AEW wrestling. So um let's go to Monday night. Because we got a couple minutes, but really there was Shouldn't we just stick with AEW all the way through? No, because there's a reason I have the sequence the way I do. Okay. Tr- God trust me on this. We got about two minutes. But the there are new raw tag team champions. Terrific match. Meet the meet the the new boss, same as the old boss. That is correct. As RK Bro is back on top, they took most of the first hour of Raw, and that the the RKO he did, yeah, Jack Campbell took one. <laughs> Wee! That was pretty. Again, you oh. know, you it, it, it's reminiscent of the Evan Bourne RKO. Yep, it was pretty good. As uh, RK Bro defeats Alpha Academy and Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens, who also wrestled a great match in that one too, which is shocking that because I, I think everyone assumed that Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens were going to win that match. Yeah, it was a an outstanding run in that one, but RK Bro are back on top, so it it looks like they'll be headed to WrestleMania as the champions. Not sure. <laughs> and the other announcement on that one was, oh goody, Kevin Owens. Is gonna host meet the, Steve Austin at the KO show. In the KO show, the best part about it was Steve Austin's response, which I, the video is actually a little bit. It, 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 
It's not great. I mean, it's not like, oh, my God, it's building up excitement. But it was kind of cool to hear Steve Austin speak like Stone Cold again. Yeah. Yippee. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to talk a little bit more about that. But we are going to be headed to break here. Second half of the show, we'll talk more WWE, more title. We have more title changes. We got more crazy stuff going on. It was, once again, it was a wild week in pro wrestling. Get well, Biggie. So don't forget, by the way, follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show, Facebook, The Mark Hoke Show. Give us a like. I need more likes over there. So if you got a second, hop on your little machine and do that for me. At Mark Hoke Show, and of course, MarkHokeShow.podbean.com or all your favorite podcast outlets to follow the show. We also have the videos up on YouTube. Could use some views over there as well. So stick around, everybody. We will be right back here on 101.5 FM, 720 AM. Talk of Las Vegas. 1015 FM, 720 AM. K the talk of Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. That's it, Slider. Let's get that fade in there. Weasel, are you ready? I thought maybe you're calling me Weasel because my hair is now blonde and I look more like Bobby the Brain Heenan, but I'm now realizing that it's just because of... You're a weasel. Butch. No, you're... Yeah. Yeah. Longshank show right here. <laughs> Actually, this is the Mark Hoke show on KDWN. Longshank. Is that your porn name? No comment. Just uh, don't do any web searches. Anyway... <laughs> Mark Hoke Show here on KDW at 1015 <laughs> FM, 720 AM. Please don't talk about that. We had enough of a swearing festival here on KDW in the last couple of days. It wasn't good. Um, NCAA tournament kind of causes that, doesn't it? No. No. Joe Biden is causing that, but that's another story. Pro wrestling news. We're having a blast. We're now to Tuesday. Oh, we're done with Monday? We're done with Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're done with Monday. NXT, we don't get to talk about NXT very much, but there's a reason I wanted to bring this up real quick. The youth movement of NXT 2.0 is done. Yeah. All the old guys out. All the young guys in. The blotchy colors. The the bright lights. Bring all the kids in. And who's the new NXT champion? Dolph Ziggler! Yay! Well, apparently, the reason behind that, from what I'm hearing, all joking aside, is that Vince was very impressed with Braun Breaker on Monday night because he wrestled on Monday Night Raw. Mm -hmm. So they're now bringing Braun Breaker up to the main roster already. So why not give the NXT title to somebody else that's down there? Because who are you going to give it to? LA Knight? Sure. I'm okay with that. What about Cameron Grimes or Carmelo Hayes, your new superstar down there? They may not be ready for it yet. And Dolph Ziggler actually becomes historical, the first guy to have the WWE title and the NXT title. But you're not supposed to go that in the in that order. Yeah, I realize that. But still. and, and You're it, not and, next and, after you've already and, been there. And, and Dolph Ziggler is not going to be the long-term title holder. I think we're all aware of that. It's stupid. I'm sorry. You don't take a, a 15, 20-year veteran and shove him down to NXT when you're trying to do a youth movement. 
and make him the NXT champion. Well, they sh- then they shouldn't have put him down there to begin with. There's, no, there, there was no they re- there was have. no need for Ziggler to show up in, on NXT to begin with two weeks ago or three weeks ago no, or whenever it, it was. It's insane. Once again, I defended Vince McMahon. God, I'm so sorry, everybody. Don't hold it against me. Oh, I wonder who's going to beat Dolph Ziggler for the NXT title. Robert Roode. Yeah, maybe Bobby Roode will turn on him and win the NXT title again. Hey, hey, you know what? Maybe Sting will switch promotions and come over and win the NXT title. Now, How about Ric Flair? Well, the other the other interesting thing is they're also saying is because now they can, if they set up the rematch correctly, they're hoping that people will now watch NXT stand and deliver, which is the next big, which is their basically their next takeover, or they used to be called takeovers anyway. And takeovers were always better than the show that they preceded on for the WWE main roster. But now Braun Breaker can win the title back at Stand and Deliver. Okay, I'm I'm on. I guess I'll be all right with that. Yeah, give give Braun Breaker a little. You know, I gotta I gotta make my comeback thing, but. <sighs> Because Braun Breaker has looked absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, I agree, but he's is he ready? Not yet. No. That's, that's why he's going to stay on NXT and win, win the title at Stand and Deliver. <sighs> but it'll give him something big to do on WrestleMania weekend because he's their next big star in the future. Yeah, all right. Sure. I mean, you're right. They did, it still didn't have to be Dolph Ziggler, but it becomes a bigger story when it's Dolph Ziggler than if it was Tommaso Ciampa, LA Knight. Break up, have Tommaso Ciampa turn on him. I'll take that match again. I'll take that because he was already there at least. Maybe bring back Johnny Gargano. There you go. You know, spend a little money, bring Johnny Johnny Wrestling back. So that was Tuesday. That kind of caught me off guard. Let's go to Wednesday. A very interesting night. Great dynamite. And there was a lot to take in oh, on, night. on dynamite. Gimme, gimme, gimme. That's what I like. It's dynamite. Now you just yelled at me for singing. Yeah, I know, but that was Jermaine Jackson I was singing. Dynamite! Thank you, JJ. Yeah. Chris Jericho <laughs> decides Becoming that... brilliant again. Oh, my God, this dude. And this is why Chris Jericho should never have been allowed to leave WCW, let alone WWE. Why? 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 Chris Jericho opens the show up. He did not shake Eddie Kingston's hand like he promised after Kingston beat him. So they do this heartfelt... Promo, Jericho's like, I'm sorry. And he comes out. And the festival of friendship. His guts out. Jericho shakes his hand, and then all of a sudden, 2.0 hits the ring, and uh, Daniel Garcia starts beating him up. And I, and, uh, you know, I heard this observation on Wrestling Observer, but I totally was with it too. During the Kingston match, Jericho took a, a, Bump to the head. head, right? So his neck was hurting, and he was selling that his neck was hurt during this promo, too. So when they got attacked, Jericho got hit, and he was just crumpled in a corner, grabbing his neck like, I'm I'm dead. Don't even bother with me. I'm out. <laughs> so as the attack's smack, going on... Smack, it was almost so, as good as Seth Rollins uh, during the... Uh, the plan B. Santana Ortiz come out to make the save for Jericho and Kingston, right? Jericho recovers, gets up. They've got a bat, and they give Jericho the bat. <laughs> and you know where this is going. 
And Jericho takes the bat and bashes Santana on Ortiz. And then 2.0 and Garcia are out there beating everybody up. Jake Hager comes out, looks for a second like, what do I do? And then joins in. And you now have the Jericho Appreciation Society. So the inner circle is no more. That is gone. Faction of the year is history. And now you have the Jericho Appreciation Society. And, I, and I'm going to say this. Daniel Garcia, every time he has wrestled, has you look at the guy and he's small, but has done a great job. He did, Two, I mean, that match with Brian Danielson was amazing. Yeah. And 2.0 has continued to really get people's attention. Of course, they were ever rise over in NXT. I think this is going to be a fun group to watch. And Well, any any group with Jericho is a fun group. Yeah. But this is this is neat because he's taking some young guys. Yeah, but Jericho again—that's my point—has reinvented himself yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Judas, Judas in my mind. So way to go, Chris Jericho and the boys. But we'll see more of Jericho and Kingston. Looks like uh, fun little match with Hangman Page and Dante Martin gets a shot at the title. The youngster. Yeah, wrestled a good match. Well, a little, shit, little it, short, but pointless though. A match, but, was, where, but it, a match where you know that there's no chance a guy has of pulling the upset is a pointless match. But for experience wise, that's good for Dante. You know that that's good. No, for I, him I get to it. Get a, I, yeah, but for, you, but you could him, have, he could have had that experience against any wrestler. You don't give him the experience against a champ. Yeah, but he deserved it though. Especially he was but it put puts, in a but position. It puts, it puts Hangman Page in a no win situation. Well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, because it, you win and it's expected. You lose and you're like you're you're just horrible. Well, you knew he was going to win exactly. But, the, but so, they wrestled a good match and and gave Dante. But there's no good. story to tell see, there. See, but the one thing, well, it was kind of thrown out there too. This wasn't something that you know there was a storyline. But it was like, here, Dante's going to get a shot. It's not, at the it's title. not the only time. That, he's the only going, time that's ever happened that it's, it's a shock has happened and and that even the guy who expected to win won and it was still. Shock that it happened was when John Cena came out to Kurt Angle for a ruthless aggression. Yeah, but it was but it was cool. And Dante, you know, who was forced into that spot after his brother got hurt, you know, and wrecked the tag team that they had. Um, now he's going back to it because his brother's returned. Uh, nice reward. It, it was a good reward for Dante before he has to go back and wrestle tag team. So good for him. Yeah, okay, good if for you him. Say so. I do. I do. Andrew Fishfein. Okay. And I'm Mark Hoke of the Mark Hoke Show. So, there you go. So take my word for it. <laughs> um, we had Brian Danielson and John Moxley uh, beat up a couple of guys. Uh, the work horsemen. And William Regal comes out. And, they might as well have been called the jobbers. <laughs> well, <laughs> not the point of this one. Number one, Mox and Danielson looked amazing as a team. That was like men versus boys, even though uh, J.D. Drake's a huge dude. They looked fantastic. But William Regal comes out and cuts a promo that, you know, talking about these two and talking about his history, he ran overtime, actually apologized on Twitter, which is like William Regal doesn't have to apologize for anything. I mean, it did screw up the show a little bit, but... You could just tell that he was pouring his heart out. You could, he, you know, you kind of, he kind of mentioned a little bit of, not directly about, you know, just how long he's been in the industry and how, you know, that leaving, how it kind of hurt to leave WWE and so on. And you just, 
you get a risk perspective of how hard he's worked and what he's done in the industry. And people don't realize how hard William Regal was working after he wrestled and training wrestlers and helping. He's helped so many people in the industry out over the years. Yeah, and while most of the guys who are given the GM role, it's just more of a title than anything else in their character. William Regal is more like a guy who was a general manager for NXT. And I think that's one reason why it hurt. I don't think it hurt him leaving WWE as much as it hurt him leaving NXT. Yeah, I mean, he was such a mentor to so many people. Absolutely. And this is and this is the point that I wanted to I was going to make you were you were alluding to as to why a lot of people why are WWE sucks and, and AEW is gold, which is pretty much what everyone has said constantly now. When you hear promos like that, when you hear promos like Eddie Kingston, MJF, and so on, CM Punk, these guys and ladies are making you care about them as characters and as people. They are they're blending reality not in a tabloid way per se, but in a way that pulls you in like, man, I want to see, even if I hate you, I want to see you wrestle. I want to see you succeed. And the, the MJF I, promo a couple of weeks ago was a perfect example of that. Right. They are doing such a great job of pulling you in, and they understand what professional wrestling is all about in terms of it's not just going out and doing a bunch of moves and somebody wins and somebody loses. This is a story. Everybody's got a story. And if if you just... Go out and say, hey, I'm going to have this person wrestle this person. And one week, this one's going to win. And the next week, this one's going to win. And there, there's nothing to it. You have to have that element of pulling people into the storylines and making them care. And that's what AEW has been so good at. Some of their, are their performers top to bottom as good as WWE? No. It doesn't matter. I sure care more about what goes on on AEW TV than I do WWE TV. And that, to be honest with you, that's the annoying part for me is that it doesn't have to be that way. And for some reason, Vince McMahon won't allow his guys to have that kind of story. Roman Reigns had that when he first became the head of the table. And he even he's beginning to lose that now. Mm-hmm. And it's like you don't. It doesn't have to be that way. You're not. Have, you don't even have to change anything you're doing except for allow these guys to tell a story, and you're not allowing them to tell the story. And let you're making you're making them car- cartoon characters because that's what Riddle has become. He, Riddle is a fantastic wrestler who can wrestle deep into matches and probably one of the best wrestlers on the roster. But one but thing, he's become a caricature. Well, one thing I'll say about Riddle though is I kind of get a kick out of Riddle because at least he's got a personality. He's not just coming out and saying, hi, I'm so-and-so, and and I'm going to wrestle so-and-so because I don't like so-and-so. They did this to me, and at this pay-per-view, I'm going to beat them. And that's what Edge was like, bro, man, what's up? That's what Edge became with that that promo about why he beat up AJ Styles. And it's like, dude, we know you want the Bulldog AJ Styles. Of course you do, but there's no reasoning behind it. Right. They're, so I, I get what you're saying, yeah. and to me it's just really annoying because it doesn't have to be that way. And it's and it's like Vince McMahon goes, 
I don't give a crap how great you guys are. We're the WWE. I could I could flick what comes out of my butt, and it's going to be better than what you guys do because it's going to make more money because I'm WWE. And that's the, the, he takes his fans for granted because he knows they're going to spend the money. Exactly. So that was the that was where it was going. Oh, I get and it, I'm, and it's just very and, annoying to me because obviously I'm a WWE fan more so than AEW. Not that I don't respect what AEW is doing because obviously you can and you have to. But it sucks to see that they are getting more over and they don't have to. Right. Jeff Hardy showed up. Yes, he did. This night, too. As did Paige Van Zandt. Yep. Jeff Hardy uh, interrupted the breakup of the uh, Andrade Hardy family office. So Jeff Hardy is now hanging around with his brother again. So we didn't see, see that coming. So we'll see more of the Hardys finally. That'll be fun. Wardlow came out, gave a good promo. He got to talk. Was hoping for separation from MJF. Didn't want any trouble. You know there's going to be trouble. but he's <laughs> There has to be trouble. But he's going to be wrestling for the TNT Championship uh, next week. And as it turns out, he will not be wrestling Sammy Guevara. As Scorpio Sky comes out of nowhere. But it, but it was interesting because this is the little subtle storytelling that AEW does. Did you know that Scorpio Sky hadn't lost a singles match for a year? I did not. I didn't either. He has all hasn't wrestled they, much. They hyped that up. I mean, he was doing a lot of tag team stuff, but he, he yeah. wrestling dark matches and stuff like that. But he comes out and a little bit of craziness wins the TNT now, title from they, Sammy Guevara. Did they do that to protect Guevara from losing to Wardlow? Probably. I would imagine that match will be coming down the road. Because they, uh, they're they're wrestling uh, Scorpio Sky Warlow. It'll be next week. See, I gotta so believe. I but I, see, I, but be... I gotta believe that Ward. It, it's being. It looks like it's being set up for Wardlow to lose because of MJF. I will be interested to see what happens with that. Does unless MJF, MJF helps him win, to, so he can get the title from him. Something along those lines. There's gonna be. You know, there's a twist coming. So I mean, the, but, the way I would write, if I'm gonna do the twist, the way I would write it is that Wardlow, the MJF. Act like the bigger guy, forgives Wardlow, helps Wardlow win the title, only so he can stab him in the back by taking the title from right, him. Because he's still under contract to right. JF, just so you know that. Um, by the way, Paige Van Zandt had the cutest little touch on this whole thing, by the way. With, at Did she say, I'm not Ronda Rousey? No. she uh, <laughs> When she signed her AEW contract, Ty Conti, of course, is Sammy Guevara's girlfriend, and Paige Van Zandt works with all these guys on America's Top Team. And... After the match with Sammy laid out and Ty, they laid Ty out. Paige signed the her new AEW contract on Ty Conti's back, rather on her posterior. I'll just say it. I'll, I'll I'll be gentle. It's kind of funny. Good little touch. AEW gets it. They do. That. It's what WCW and WWE were back in the late nineties. It was it was pretty funny. I, I was down with that. And then SmackDown happened. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. SmackDown happened. We had we had a broken neck, and it, you know they had the Usos. Now all of a sudden, Rick Boogs and Shinsuke are a tag team who are good enough to fight for the tag team title, although they've never really been a tag team. Boy, Shinsuke just gets the most interesting title possibilities, doesn't he? Absolutely. Charlotte got bounced off a car, though. Yes, she did. That was that was the or, best uh, part. Ronda Rousey got bounced. Off I mean, that, that was that was the best part of SmackDown. Yeah. Was the the Charlotte Ronda Rousey fight at the end of the show. You know, but it was funny. I, I was dis- You know what I was disappointed about on that fight, though? 
Because if you didn't see it, they they were backstage and Charlotte and Ronda got into it around a car. Charlotte suplexed her onto the car. You know, so yeah, didn't look like it felt too good, but whatever. It was a Buick. I could tell that, but I couldn't tell what kind of Buick it was. You know, if you're going to put your car out there for somebody to get suplexed off of, you got to get a good camera shot of what kind of car it is. I couldn't tell if that was a Skylark or not. Because when I get suplexed, I choose a Skylark. (laughs) If you're going to bounce somebody off a hood, do it on a Buick Skylark today. So, I mean, it, it appears WrestleMania is pretty much set. Yeah. Well, there's there's more matches, but you know it's funny you mentioned that because I'm gonna I'm gonna run this card down real real quick. And this remember, and, and, and I'm gonna ask you a question. I say remembering this is supposed to be the biggest card of the year. All right, here we go. At the moment, here's where we're at. Of course, we do have on night one the meeting of Kevin Owens and Steve Austin. Not a match. The do you, do you think that sets up a match for night two? Okay. Steve's not wrestling. No, I know. I'm. I'm just. I'm just wondering. Is it, it? I mean, the possibility has to be there, doesn't it? Something could happen, but of course, I Seth mean, Rollins, but, by the way, still in limbo because he was supposed to wrestle Cody Rhodes if Cody signed, but Cody hasn't signed yet. And, so, so now we've got Kevin Seth, Owens stuck doing the KO show, and Seth Rollins has his and, his entire <laughs> account blacked out. By the way. I'm sure he's not happy. But Booker T also came out and said that he would wrestle Kevin Owens, by the way. Okay. I, I, I don't know if you saw that. The I Booker, did not see that. Booker T, because he's like, I'm from I'm, Texas. I'll take you on. I'm down. That would be all right. Night one as we continue. And this here's something, too. Why did they put both women's championship matches I have night no one? idea. I saw that. And I, that that, strike, that sh- uh, hit me as a little odd. Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, the Mysterios against... The Miz and Logan Paul. I'm telling you, Ray Dominic's turning on Ray. Not happening. Drew, what do you want bet? No, I'm not betting. Pizza. That. No. I don't an buy- appetizer at Cheesecake Factory? I, I, yeah, I don't you wanna... get a discount. Okay, I'll, I'll buy an appetizer at Cheesecake Factory. And I'm getting, I'm getting those, uh, the egg rolls. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin <sighs> with Bad Cat Moss in the corner. And the Usos will be taking on Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs for the Tag but, but Team wait. Championship. Drew McIntyre got beat up this weekend on Friday, right? I'm trying to remember who. There was someone else that, that joined in. I can't remember who it was now off the hand. Off the hand. I forgot. I've got it somewhere. Okay. All right. So there's day one. Day two, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, title versus title. Queen Zelina and Carmella will be taking on Sasha Banks, Naomi, and Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan for the women's tag titles. Oh, good Lord. Johnny Knoxville against Sami Zayn. Pat McAfee against Austin Theory. And Edge versus AJ Styles. Uh, the RK Bro is, are wrestling somebody. We don't know who. Don't yet. know who. Don't know what night. So here's my question: Are you excited? No, that's not a wrestling. No. There's 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 two matches that I'm excited to see. Not and not because of what they Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns. I'll be excited to see, even though I've seen it 18 million times. But Edge AJ Styles has a chance to be a fantastic match. They haven't built it that way, but because I know who the two wrestlers are. That will be a fantastic match to watch. That's the only match I'm excited to see other than Reigns and Lesnar. Nothing I else. Mean, I can tell you who's pretty much going to win every other match. Flair's going to carry Rousey, and Rousey's going to win. Exactly. Lynch and Belair. I think Belair regains the title because I think Lynch takes some time off. Possibly there. Um, 
Mysterios and Miz and Logan Paul don't care. Miz and I don't and care who Miz and Logan match. Paul are not winning that match. And well, it doesn't matter. I but, wouldn't be surprised. But I, it does. But it, you're right. It, they're, they're, it doesn't forward anything by them doing so. Drew McIntyre is going to beat Happy Corbin. Absolutely. I mean, if Drew loses that match, we'll, we'll just dig his grave and get him ready to go back to Impact. Uh, Usos and Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. I think the Usos lose that match at this point oh, because they're they're being set up to to be the guys that win it, especially when they smash Boogs' guitar over his back. Yeah. So, so right now, who cares about night one? Not not at all. Night two, Lesnar reigns. That's a match. Obviously, everybody's gonna wants to see. Um, the women's tag match. Mm, who cares? Uh, and, and, and Naomi and Sasha Banks are winning that match. Should even though it'd be kind of cool to see Rhea and, and Liv. Liv, yeah, I, I yeah, mean, give, it, give give Liv her due. Finally, it, it will not be Queen Zelina and Carmella. No, holding on. they are losing those titles. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn. Uh, who cares? Which now Knoxville is probably going to win in some way because they got rid of the Intercontinental title. Exactly. Pat McAfee and Austin Theory, which this is a damned if you do and damned if you don't, because if McAfee wins, beats Theory, that kills Theory's entire kills push. Theory and. If Theory wins, it's like, eh. and AJ Edge AJ Styles should be a great match. Yeah, and that's what that's another one I couldn't tell you who's going to win. Right, but you're right, and, and it's ridiculous. I got I've got two matches, maybe three that I I'm like, ooh, okay, this will be fun. Yeah, so. the, and none of them are on day one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, and to be honest with you, I I wanted to be looking forward to Stone Cold Steve Austin, and that KO show is like, yeah, yeah. So WrestleMania. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. WrestleMania. Yeah. I'm sorry you're disappointed, Weasel. It, it's ridiculous. It's the biggest show of the year. It's supposed to be the biggest show of the year. But then again, they they made they they disappointed me with the Royal Rumble too. So there you go. Yeah, even Slider in there looks sad. And he doesn't even care. <laughs> Jared's having fun in there. I think right? I'll, I'll I'll be more it'd be more exciting to see anything that Joe can put on. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we'll get a nice FSW show down there or something. Something. We'll figure it out. Well, that's it for the Mark Hoke show here. On KDW wrestling. No, no, no. We can't do that. You still got AEW. But thanks for joining us. We really do appreciate That's why I'm it. Giving up wrestling. <laughs> for Andrew Fish Fane, the, the dearly departed Joe Falco Joe DeFalco. I'm Mark Hoke. Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Facebook the Mark Hoke Show. MarkHokeShow.com. MarkHokeShow.podbean.com for all of your favorite shows now and in the past and in the future. We appreciate you listening, Las Vegas. Have a great day.